Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 15. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, I'm I'm a little tired. Yeah, a little, a little, t- little weary. Yeah, because this is a, a later time than our normal recording, because we have a special guest today. We do. Our good old buddy who is now on the West Coast, mm-hmm. Jody Angelo from Different Take. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Hello, fine gentlemen. How are you? There he is. Those of you from our area who may have forgot that he was from here too, guess what? He's alive and well, just over on the other side of the country. So, yeah. Barely. Joe, any fires near you? A, a good amount. A good amount. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, uh, but they're okay now. We're, 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 we're good. Surviving. That's good to know. All right. So Joe, well, Joe Zakreski. Joe D'Angelo from Different Take. I'm Eddie Kayazo. Joe, kick Joe yeah. Z, kick us well, off. Well, you know, Halloween has passed, but Halloween is not forgotten. So what we're going to do is remember the franchise that brought the, brought the three of us together. I guess. I mean, it's more so music, but then also a love for this Halloween franchise. It's a good mix of both. As far as pop so, culture goes, this is the first thing that united us. Yeah. Like, we, we were always, you know, yeah. uh, on different pages and then the same page, but Halloween was... was you know. Buddies at a bus stop. Yeah. Lovers of the Halloween franchise. <laughs> so, today's episode, the three of us are going to give our rankings of all of the current Halloweens. Now, what I was saying earlier, Joe, is that I think it's uh, unanimous who what the number one movie is. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So does anybody want to say what that is? I think we all have a gentleman's agreement. That John Carpenter's Halloween is number one for all three of us. Pretty much, we can, it's undisputable. I mean, it's the it's one of the best horror movies of all time, and all of this is you know side pieces and can go either way on the list. Whereas that is number one, no matter what, nothing will ever top that. Got me. I'm in for that. Yeah. So we're basically gonna take this from eleven to two. Number one is Halloween. You could watch that anytime. You don't have to watch it on Halloween, even though Halloween has passed. You know what? Watch it just to get those Halloween feels one last time. Well, <laughs> oh, that's what this episode's all about, and it actually stemmed from uh, Joe D. from Different Take. He did a ranking of the Halloween movies, and I saw it when he first released it. Now it's getting a ton of play because, you know, the Halloween season, the month of October— so that's why I, we're doing this, and we're finally all able to be together again. Mm-hmm. So I guess do we go to hmm? the double sticks one one? <laughs> yeah. So we'll start. <laughs> we'll start at uh, number eleven. Now Joe did a video for this on his YouTube channel, Different Take. So make sure you check that out. Subscribe. Tap that bell. Know when Joe's putting out some more content. So let's get started. How about you start us off, Joe? <laughs> Okay, uh, number eleven. It's either, I feel like a lot of it's either one or two <laughs> movies, but I had to go with Rob Zombie's Halloween Two H Two. Okay, it's, uh, garbage. Well, Joe, I will agree with you. I actually have that in slot eleven. <laughs> so it looks like number one and the very worst are unanimous. <laughs> Rob Zombie's H Two is the worst one. I'm in agreement. Who did someone it, didn't trash it when we brought up Daniel Farrens was like it's not was he the one or is it Stacy? Someone gave it like some ju- like was like yeah, if love. you understand what they're trying to do, what he's trying to go with, you know, sure. it's unique. It's like well, yeah. From a filmmaker's perspective, I I can 
Plus, they're not going to trash somebody else in the space. Just yeah, in case absolutely. They end up <laughs> absolutely not. No. It's a diff- it's it's you hate to trash filmmakers and people who are putting their you know heart and soul into it you know and the, it's artistic creativity all that sort of stuff and you don't want to trash someone's work like that but this is just opinion based and we're all kind of just basing this also off of our personal like opinions and how we feel about like it's not like this isn't set in stone like oh yeah this is how this works one through eleven but like we just feel that way because honestly like we talked about before numerous times we get where Rob Zombie was coming from like what he was trying to do it just it didn't translate well it's it just, I feel like I don't know who to blame more Rob Zombie or um what was it Dimension, yeah, Dimension the, pro- the producers yeah yeah maybe that, that could always be it they, like, they, I know they rushed it so sure. they selected I don't think he was the right guy to put the to to remake Halloween, he has a unique, he's a unique way of developing his movies. They're kind of grindhouse mixed with like just out there. And, I like uh, that though. Well, that was, that, what, see where, where I, where it falls flat for me is the dialogue was terrible. Uh, Michael yes. Myers talks and he made, he made a cardinal sin of making Loomis unlikable as a character. Yeah. Uh, not to Malcolm McDowell's yeah. fault. Just the character was not written well. Yeah. Um, uh, kudos on some of the direction on two of the murder scenes, uh, the hospital and uh, Danielle Harris's butt. Oh, yes, guys. Yeah. Spoilers, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Halloween 2, number 11 for me. We good? Yeah, I think we're I think we're good on that. And the final thing to come out, you know, the big thing around it's the White Pony. And if there's anything I want with a White Pony, it's the Deftones album. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it at nice. that. Why? Why did he put that in this? I don't understand. Why couldn't he just put a small sliver of that in the first one? If you did, you just make it up on the spot. Like, what the hell were you thinking? Uh, hey, who yep. knows? So, number number 10. 10. 10. Bring it on. So, you want me? You want to reverse it or you want to keep we keep it going, Joe? Oh, me. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, resurrection. Number 10 is right, Resurrection. Resurrection on a 10, okay. You guys might right. be surprised. I mean, for me, for 10, it's 5. Whoa, Joe, we are matching so far. <laughs> I can't. Number, I... number 1 is set Halloween 78. Number 11, yeah. Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie. And number 10, Halloween 5. Yeah, so like when we were, we were talking about it, it's like, you know, it's like, is 5 so bad that it's good? And it's like, no, it's so bad that it's bad. Whereas uh, Resurrection, I think, gets that great like gets a little leeway because it's funny at times just absurd i'm gonna elaborate on resurrection when when i get there on my list if that's okay yeah that's fine so fine so so for joe joe d'angelo yours is halloween 2 from zombie in the 11 spot uh and then the 10 spot it is halloween resurrection Mm. i yeah it's a shame because I, I feel like there's a Halloween movie there somewhere. I, I If you look up, go on YouTube and you can see the original um, pre-screened, the screening footage, screen tests mm-hmm. of uh, test screenings for Halloween Resurrection. And it was a different movie before the studio had some meddling in there. Rick Rosenthal had a different movie. It was originally titled Homecoming. And Cole Edits YouTube channel, by the way, just did a, a cut, a fan cut of it called Halloween Homecoming. So if you haven't seen it yet, they just put it up the other day. It's pretty good. Um, 
but if you look at the test screen footage, the opening was a dark opening. They used it in the Halloween fan uh, documentary thing called a uh, Halloween. I forget what it's called, but um, it's like a, a home. It's like home video from like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Michael's in the corner. Yep. And it's this weird music playing. Have you seen it? Oh yeah. I had a bootleg. Funny you say that. I had a bootleg of resurrection. I purchased it from a flea market right across the river when Pensacola, New Jersey. And the beginning, it was the hot copy that was on the street was Halloween Homecoming, and it opened with that home video scene. Hmm. Wow, you still have that? I don't. <sighs> I I will look for it. I, that, now I haven't taken everything from my parents' house, but I've been out of there for about ten years, so I will look for. Did, it. I will look for it. Did it have a scene where they were at outside of the uh, the hospital, or at the beginning where you know Laurie Schrode is, and there's like uh, a guy and a girl. And they're in a tent, and then Michael. T- uh, it's like you think they're gonna get killed. Michael takes their car, and that's how he gets the car to get back to the house. I remember that. Scene? I don't remember. If that's if, they, if that's in it, that's that's the original test screening footage. So that's pretty interesting. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Nine. Yeah. All right. Moving over to nine. All right, Joe. Who do you got for nine? Uh, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I'm trying to remember my video now because I don't have my. Um, do you guys remember where I, did I have RZ one there? Do you remember? Uh, I'm I gonna have to watch. I, I, I figured you would have I had it I'm written right. down. I do, I do, but it's on my phone because technology right. is important. I, I'm gonna I take. Right here. <laughs> I'm gonna take the lead here. Rob you Zombies. That, yeah. Rob Zombies Halloween at number nine for me. The first one. The first one. 2007. Okay. All right. Well, this is where Resurrection comes into play for me. Okay. So Resurrection will be at nine. Um, just, I guess just the silliness that goes into it gives it the edge over. I think five just bothers me just so five bothers me just so much. Five is tough. (laughs) Just that whole, that uncle thing. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I just (laughs) know I've had enough. I've had enough by that point. And then that just is the icing on the cake where it's just like, woof. But it does have that funny scene in the in the beginning where the guy gets the uh, rake to the face. Look, he's oh. scratching my car. Oh yeah, yes, the rake in the head. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a cool exchange between him and Michael because it Michael is. takes care of him pretty quickly and yeah, yeah. Is that in five? Yeah. Where is it four? No, it's five. No, it's five. It's, it's definitely five because the guy because I remember that because the guy's name is Mike or Michael, <laughs> and then remember the part where the girl's like. Michael, because you think it's going to be My- Michael Myers, and all of a sudden you see the dude pulls up the car. He's like, "What?" That's <laughs> like, right. So, ju- so just to recap, Joe, uh, my number nine is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Joe's number nine is Halloween Resurrection. Okay, I'm going to go with. I think on my video I had something different, but this is my video was a little bit different. It was based on just Myers. Re- it was like Michael Myers, the whole like. Halloween deal. So I think originally in my video, I had three at this spot because it's almost like, cause there's no Michael in this movie, but I love it as a movie. So I think I'm going with Rob zombies, Halloween in this spot. So okay. I'm going to go overall. Okay. So, so you, you guys are both Rob's. So we're Rob's in Rob zombie one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. It's, it's just a bad, it, not bad, but it's just, Dialogue, terrible, unnecessary. What, the first Rob Zombie one? 
Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, I mean, the way you said it before, I mean, it is just, it's a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. You know, it's true. So, I mean, that's why it's Rob Zombie's, I mean, you knew what you were getting. So. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I blame Rob Zombie or the, or they, the fact they hired him, who hired him. I don't know. I understand. That's not. You know. I, I think the Weinsteins did approach Rob Zombie because I wrote an article probably about five years ago about horror movies specifically and Rob Zombie's Halloween came up and I do think that the Weinsteins approached him. We can, of course, fact check that in next year. Yeah, we can look into probably. it. He was probably coming off Devil's Rejects and he was a hot he was a hot director at the time and yeah. the remakes were kind of big and that's probably exactly what happened. And they didn't really look at it like, oh, could this work? They were just like, hey, hot horror director of Devil's Rejects, let's get him in here. Yeah. So now we're moving up the list. Who we got next? All right. The, uh, number eight. We are at number eight. Okay. So number number eight. Number eight. All right. So I'll <laughs> go. Uh, eight for me mm-hmm. is Halloween Resurrection. Okay. So now we're on the Resurrection. So Resurrection's two spots up from, from Joe and I. Two spots up from Joe and one spot up, I think, from you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I have five further back. So the um, reason Halloween Resurrection, in, in the in-between time, from the time that we saw it until now, mm-hmm. I, I despised this movie. But when, <laughs> but when we first got together and actually, so we all, us three saw this at AMC. I remember Andorra. this, yeah. We did. I remember this. And it was in the days of I still had dial up internet. I don't know if if you were if you were cruising along at high speed yet. Maybe not at that I, time. So the thing is no. we were so excited for this film because there were two things, three things specifically that we were all excited about. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> Rick Rosenthal was directing the film. Mm-hmm. From uh, Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of the third thing, but go ahead. I, I, <laughs> it wasn't Buster Rhymes. No, no, no. Found footage? No. Was it the fact that it was a webcam found footage? No, I'm sorry. The mask. Yeah, good mask. Us three saw pictures of the mask, and then Michael mm-hmm. versus Lori in the still photos in promotion of the film. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you could go on Twitter, Facebook, any of these places that were sharing things like that back then when we were seeing this live and on the internet, and they were promoting the film. We'd see these pictures. So Michael standing opposite Lori, the mask. It looked amazing. It looked really good. Rick Rosenthal, who directed two, um, which I liked a lot, and. Uh, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. So I was very, very excited to go in to see this film. And when mm. we did, I thought it did some things, right? The Myers house looked great. That looked great, yeah. You know? So. It, yeah, but then, like, that, it fooled you just the same way it fooled the people <laughs> in the movies. I mean, that's kind of clever. Yeah. But, it was a good concept. I always say that it was a, it was a very interesting cool concept and it's tough because halloween relies on mood and atmosphere it relies on the score soundtrack uh building tension and it's hard to do that with a found footage or webcam sort of thing even though i love i like found footage movies horror movies especially um well i mean yeah found footage horror basically um but when you're dealing with halloween it's tough but if you can mix it up and mix it in there you can do it right and i just don't think they pulled it off no no, there was you know clearly a target. The MTV audience is who they were trying to get, 
And that's, I mean, it basically feels like it was made for MTV. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. But I had fun well, I when we saw like it in it, theaters. Yeah. We, we had fun. We had the popcorn. Oh, yeah. So my number eight, Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. All right. So you want my number eight? Yep. All right, you two are going to get really angry right now. Uh-oh. Halloween 2018. Oh. I want, all, right, all right, see, now, now, now I'm going to fight you, okay? Yeah. We, we've had this conversation before. Over, I'm taking a plane right now, and I'm booking my flight, and we are going to have a good old-fashioned <laughs> brouhaha. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it two more times, but after twice, I'm still like, I don't like it. No, that's... Your, then that's your <laughs> personal opinions and they I don't what I don't understand why I mean I'm trying to I I, I don't know <clears throat> I don't know it got like a little I just I hated Lori in it wow you the, monster the way they did her character in a way I don't know I just like this is this is weird I'll come back to that with as far as Lori's character goes. I, well, we should we should expand upon this later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going with uh, Gad. Gad. No, I mean, we we could talk about it later, but yeah. you know, I don't think it was a secret, at least between you two, that I wasn't a big, wasn't big on that one. No. So and 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 that surprises me because it is from uh, filmmakers that you like. Yeah. David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Yeah. So I I thought by default it would be like okay it's already going to start at number five for you but you would think yeah but no all right Jody number eight I got number I got Halloween five at this because I it's not a great movie and it doesn't it doesn't make much sense it introduced the whole thorn cult of thorn thing and by the way which I did research and I did find out the cult of thorn was supposed to be a voodoo doctor. Guy, there's actually they just found the footage this year, last year of Doctor Death. Have you heard about Doctor Death? No. When Michael gets blown out of the you know the cave and gets goes down the river, he's supposed to get picked up by this Doctor Death. It was like this punk looking guy who was into like the you know the dark arts or whatever. I don't know. It was weird. It's strange. But apparently, the director came up with the idea as as a way to resurrect Michael. As like Michael literally died. At the end of Halloween Four, but this is a way to bring him uh, back without making it look like he was supernatural. Yeah, that's not the but, thorn, though. We we have, we interviewed the guy who wrote the thorn. We did. We got the full inside Wait, scoop. Got, yeah, we interviewed well, Daniel Farrens, the writer of Halloween Six. Mm-hmm. We know everything, Wait, Joe. <laughs> time out. Time out. Time out. Sure. Then, because this is weird now, because there's we, stills, there's stills, and if you look at the documentary for Halloween Five. There's footage, like old footage of Dr. Death and him taking the mask off of Michael and him doing, there's like a, a big stone um, table where Michael was on top of. And they put, basically he resurrects Michael by doing this ritual. And then they, then you see in, in Halloween 5. I mean, that's basically what look, they do in Halloween Yeah, but five. if you look, but remember, you see the cult of thorn symbol on Michael's wrist in Halloween 5. Yes, but you also see it. Now, remember, you see the Cult of Thorn thing. They added, they did almost what Halloween 2 did with Halloween 1. In Halloween 5, when they do the big shoot it up scene and he fall, like falls down, when he grips the knife in Halloween 5, you see Thorn all of a sudden on his wrist where it was not in 4. So he's not dead yet. He's dead yeah. after he falls down the mine shaft, is what you're saying? Like, when when is he supposed is to that- die? 
So essentially, the, and people always call the, the four, five, and six the the Thorn trilogy. And I always I always contest it. It's not the Thorn trilogy. It's the Daniel Harris trilogy, or at least because she's not in six. But it's the Jamie Lloyd story because they didn't introduce Colt. But at least I should say the the symbol mm-hmm. didn't show up until five, and then the Colt of Thorn backstory as far as everything else came in six. But because they really got to expand on it in six. But the, the symbol was on his wrist in five. They showed it just for a second. And if you look on that shot, you can see he's on a stone slab. But what happened was the um, um, Mustafa Akkad and everything, they were all looking at the footage. They were like, this is too weird. Like, this is too weird. Hmm. People aren't going to make any, they're not going to understand. It's weird. So think of something. I want to out, cut it out, make it more simple. So then they shot, they reshot footage of the old guy with the, with the little parrot and everything. Mm-hmm. And they, took care of him and then michael kills him all you see in that scene real quick they just quick to a cut of a, a thorn symbol on his wrist and the viewer's like well what the hell is that what does this right. mean it's, it doesn't make any sense and then they said well how do you explain everything and the director apparently was like i don't know what i'm gonna do uh so let's just shoot this man in black footage and just the the writer of halloween six can figure it out that's what he did he okay. that's the, that's how the man in black came about that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I knew that there was a lot of craziness around the Man in Black as far as five goes. Like they did, they had no yeah. idea, and he had to get out at the end, Michael. So I I I get you there, but you should definitely read Stacy Lane Wilson's interview with Daniel Farrens. That's on RedRiverHard.com, and listen to the podcast where Joe and I. Yeah, him. yeah. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, you're you're going to learn a lot of things about what the plan was. With that, yeah, with I gotta, that I gotta he listen. submitted. You know, everything is going crazy. I haven't all, got a chance to listen to. No, it. no, no. It's all good, man. You know, between my apartment getting flooded, I, haven't I know. Had a chance to catch up on it. Oh my yeah. gosh! But all right, yeah, you remember, yeah. But but I hear you. I had to I had to listen to that and figure that out because that's yeah. yeah. It was, we're not we're not going to spoil it for you, but we know we know some things yeah. that's direct source info regarding Halloween Six mm. and the Thorn. Nope. Like you're you're. You'll hear my head just explode when he starts telling me what the plan was for six. That was all supposed to be six and seven. So that's all I'll tell you. Right. Wow. Well, the the I guess approved by Mustafa Akkad himself. Yes. Now it would it wouldn't be the first time that Halloween Five director and uh, the the producers weren't on the same page. So <laughs> I would not be surprised. And because at the interview that he said something, I would not be surprised because he kind of had his own way of doing things. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. okay. So great. On, on this number seven, lucky seven. We're at number seven. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right, hit us with the number seven, Joe. Number seven, I'm going to go with, oh, (sighs) this is a good, this is a better movie than a couple of these movies that are on this list, but I'm going to go, you know what, the hell with it, you know what, I'm going to go with Halloween three at this spot. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I love Halloween three, but I'm going, with, I'm going with it here. All right, I love it too. But that's, I mean, that's a fair call mm-hmm. because you know it's kind of a it's kind of a tough call because it's 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 its own thing. It is, but it has the name. It does have the name. So well, number seven for me. 
Yeah. Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers at number seven. Oh, Eddie, we're back on wow. we're back on track. We're back on we're track. We're back on track, baby. Oh. We're back on track, baby. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Yep. Number <laughs> seven. <laughs> number seven. Yep. We got four, four, and explain three. yourself. Explain yourself. <laughs> For four? Oh well, you go first and then Eddie explain. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's like a lot of people who really love four. And that was like one of the things that we also, um, who were we t- was that Daniel Farron's again who was saying, talking about four? That he was a big fan of four? No. Uh, Maybe Dr. Halloween. I think it was definitely Cause, Dr. Cause Halloween. He put it on it, his yeah, because he was talking about how it's like, oh, yeah, you see it on AMC all the time. It's like, yeah, it definitely has its like fans. Sure. I've learned that. But it's like the, the way he looks and just the vibe of everything, it just feels like a cheap 80s slasher. Like, Loomis makes makes the movie. Donald Pleasance makes the movie worth anything. Mm. So you're going with four too? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Halloween four at number seven. For me, I like the fall feel. It does have a very autumnal feel, which is very important for a Halloween film. But mm. um Michael Myers looks like Frankenstein. Yeah. It's the, just... the mask is really, really bad. Danielle Harris is great. Donald Pleasance, of course, is great. Um, but it does very much feel like an 80s slasher movie uh, with a little bit higher class. Yeah, it's just a little dry. I'm going to put it it's like... Eh, I, but. I look at it as more of an action... Like, I, I will agree that it's more of a... It's definitely more of an action horror movie than an actual horror. It's not really as scary as some of the you know Halloween movies, but I might... I have to slightly disagree on the whole 80s... Because it does feel 80s, but I feel like the 80s horror movie, 80s slasher movies had really, really terrible characters that you just didn't care about. That were just namelessly just mowed down and they were just like, ha ha, I'm Nancy and I'm here today to get naked. And then there's this guy, Steve, who's like, what's going on? All right, good times. Take your clothes off. And they get killed and you don't know who they are. Halloween 4, I feel like, had really good characters. Hmm. And I think it's like it's a little bit different. I, I would agree with that. I just, as far as what's what's to come on my list, there's just no way four is above any of them. Yeah. So yeah. four, four and five to me are just kind of meh. See, I feel like that happens because of AMC. I feel like people people get four and five mixed up together. They almost pair them together, and I feel like if you watch them separately, like. I feel like four is just way, way four, above five. Four that is, is me. but if you think we're picking from 11 movies, and for me, Halloween 5 comes in at number 10, and Halloween 4 comes in at number 7, there's separation there. I yeah. think there's two, there's two, like, between Rob Zombie's Halloween and Resurrection, four is that much better than Resurrection, Rob Zombie, Halloween 5, as you said, and Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie. So that's that's where I put yeah. it, number yeah, 7. I guess, I guess I'm not really, I, I guess I was... <laughs> um, you guys aren't that far off. I guess I'm overreacting. My bad. <laughs> it's all good, dude. All right. It's all good. So wait, did you, did Joe D, Joe D'Angelo from Different Take, did you give us your number seven? Season of the yeah, Witch. He, he did. He did. Season. I love. Season and I wrote it down here. See. Yeah. There you go. It's it's been a long Halloween season. That's why we're doing this. We're kind of bringing it home for, uh, even though October's over. Yeah. We're bring we're bringing the season home with a proper send off. Exactly. Yep. So, hey, we'll talk about season of the witch when we talk about, you know. Oh, Joe, I want to do a whole special (laughs) on that. So when we were doing our list, I talked about how it is an essential Halloween movie. Yep, it is. I agree with that. 
And then uh, if you listen to our interview with Daniel Farrens and read that, it becomes even more it does. essential. Like you're, I, it's driving it's, me crazy that this vision this guy had didn't come yeah. through. I'm excited. Like I, I'm really proud of that episode. I'm just saying for those Red River Heart uh, I mean, listeners out there, I'm very proud of that. Daniel episode. and Stacy were just great with yeah. those stories. I mean, we've been lucky to have like really good interviews with like people sharing like really good stories. Yep. So that I'm I grateful agree. for like this early on. So it's really cool. Yep. All right, number six, number six. Joe, you're the host, man. You make the call. Oh, man, I got to do number six now? All right, number six for me because it's like I thought about maybe putting in my top five, but that might be a little extreme. But I, this is interchangeable. It could change at, you know, a few years, but I genuinely do like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay. But that's going to put that at six because, like, it's not like... I can't say it's one of the best ones, but I personally really enjoyed it. Yeah, that, that's important. No, I think yeah. I think how you feel about the film, and, and Joe, to your point, uh, Joe D'Angelo from Different Take, you, your point when you made your video, which was kind of the catalyst for all this, okay, let's let's rank our films, that comes into play, how you feel about the film. It I mean, really does. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, aside from like the cinematography, the direction, the colors, the sound, all that stuff. I mean, personal preferences is important. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just enjoyed it. It had, it had that, it had a really good feel to it for me. Okay. So, uh, yeah. uh, number six, Joe D'Angelo. Different take. Go ahead. Uh, this is gonna probably be an unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna go with H two O. Okay. The spot. I Which ex- is probably the wrong answer, but you know, meh, that's okay. <laughs> I expected as much. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nope. There's a part of me that wants to put it higher than a certain movie that we'll talk about later, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. All uh, right. Eduardo, number six for me, just because of what's left. So I don't want our former guests to be offended because I'm a huge fan, huge yeah. fan of this film. Halloween 6 is in the number 6 spot. 6, six is 6 for you? Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, all right. <laughs> but here's where it gets fun. So now we're getting to the top 5. Yes. All right. We this... already know what number 1 is. So now we've grounded grounded, you know, did some grindage. This is this is the list now. Right. This is where it gets serious. So I'm going to tell you my 5. Okay. Okay. And that's going to be H2O. Okay. So that's like where I was talking about Rob Zombies and then like H2O. Between the two of them, it's like I do genuinely enjoy them because H2O came out, you know, at the time of like the screams and all that. And it it was great. It has that same kind of feel. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis was back. Josh Hartnett, LL Cool J. What a <laughs> cast. Um, it, Partner gets like, but that's his character supposed to be a little annoying. So... Yeah, like that's but that's all, all together. I mean, but it's a, a top, very, it's a top five. It's a very enjoyable mm-hmm. movie, especially just for the '90s nostalgia in there. <laughs> okay, like that late night, like our '90s, the later '90s, like Dimension Films, like the yeah. big studio genre label, yeah. and then you know, I, I absolutely there there was a feel to that brand that that. Labels. Yeah. I mean, starting with Scream and moving to the rest of the decade, yeah. for sure. Yes, but it's, it was a good one. because it was like a, when we were getting into horror movies. Is what the one of the first new, probably the first new one 
Because you got to see it in theaters, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I saw it with my dad. Yeah, exactly. Like, we were too young to go on our own, but... True. There's that one It's like, oh, man, I want to go see this. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. Yeah. So that's my five. I agree. It was... I agree. It was my... I loved this movie growing up. I really... I did. But it just... It... It, it's not like I don't enjoy it now. I do, but just it's very. Uh, it's just it. It's too much like it's too much like screen. I would love to see someone just rescore the whole movie and just put some different. Just put like the Halloween in twenty eighteen score, like the a combination of like Halloween one, Rob Zombie's Halloween, because it feels like all the cues is like all the this orchestra. I'm just like get out of my face. This sounds like screen. <laughs> and it was. I mean, it the the Lori concept, and it's I think a lot better than the 2018 one. You know, you bite your tongue. You bite your tongue. <laughs> I was trying to you hold it back. You bite your tongue. It's like that one's way more realistic. It's like you know. How would you know, sir? Goes off and you know live, tries to live a new life under a different name. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Becoming a crazy lady in the woods waiting for him to come back a lot less sense you know what you're offending all the crazy people in the woods waiting for someone to come back (laughs) (laughs) okay so so number five (laughs) is h2o h2o for for joe 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 z yep red river joe what you got eddie my number five is halloween three season of the witch Mm-hmm. I like that you made, kept it in a top five spot. Yeah, it belongs there for us at least. It, it truly does. Yeah, we were before before it got this resurgence where people look back on it retroactively and realize how good it was. Yeah, we were the OGs of that. Yeah, we popped in the VHS tape from West Coast Video, and the first time we saw it, yeah, we were just like this. This is awesome. <laughs> and a shout out to listener and good friend of mine, good friend of the show, Steve Feast, for after we talked about Seasons of the Witch, actually has memorabilia, like some collectibles for Seasons of the Witch. So nice. Wow. Shout out to Steve for respecting Seasons of the Witch. It's, it's <laughs> Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. That cracks my top. Well, that, that begins my top five. Yeah. It needs to be remade. I'm telling you right now. I know you guys don't like remakes, but I feel like that deserves a uh, that an could upscale. be that could be a really cool remake. Yes, I totally agree. Let's see what we can do about getting. Maybe I'll just start writing it. <laughs> can you imagine the scale, like with all the like the, the, what they could do, the scale of that now? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh. Jody, imagine. So cool. uh, I'm going with Halloween. Uh, Halloween six. In my top five, Halloween six. It's a not. It's not a. I I know it has flaws, and believe me, as like movie to movie, H two O and like Rob Zombie's Halloween or and like movies like that, they're better executed than Halloween six. Even and Halloween three as well. Um, It's just that there's something about Halloween six. It's got a really great fall atmosphere. Um, It just Michael's brutal in it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He is like brutal. It's scary. Mm, it's, he sure is. When we were younger, it, I, f- when that came up, and then you have the cult and all that stuff, that was scary. That was very scary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell you. I, I still remember the commercial, seeing the commercial on TV. And when they showed the quick clip where she's on the phone and she's like, like, there's somebody behind you. And Michael is coming up behind the girl. And I was like, <laughs> and the little girl, the, the old lady's like, the boogeyman. And all of a sudden the, the lightning hits and she's behind. I'm like, oh, my God. As a kid, I was freaking out. I couldn't sleep. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's, we are in the top five, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to four. Yep. Oh so my! You you choose. You you are the host, so you choose oh. me, Joe, or yourself. Oh my! Number four. Goodness for number four. I mean, it's really, <clears throat> really tearing me up on on how I wanted to structure this. But you know what? I'm going to put. This is where I'm putting seasons of the witch. Okay. At four. All right. We already covered. It's a special. It's special to us. Hell, hey, yeah. So, what, what do you got, Joe? Um, I'm going with Halloween two. Okay. And believe me, I want to put it lower. Yeah, I know you have some beef with Halloween two. Rick Rosenthal's I Halloween used to two. Love Halloween two. So did uh, Doctor Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? So, so when we did the uh, calendar for the for October for horror movies, the our, you know, contributor to a website who goes by Doctor Halloween. He's he has a beef with Halloween too. It's 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 hard to well no it's not hard to explain. I very simple. I used to love this movie. I I used to automatically assume that it was because it looks so much like Part One because of the you know um, Dean Cundey and uh, Carpenter John Carpenter did some reshoots and. Even even Carpenter says a criticism of it. He said it's it's too much like the original. It, he tried to make it too much like the original to the point where he had to add gory scenes to make it compete with like the '80s slasher movies that were coming out at the time that were copying Halloween. Right. Um, but he wasn't a big fan of it either. I, I'm just Carpenter. I mean, not Rosenthal. Sure. Um, no disrespect to Rick Rosenthal, by the way, or anybody else. It's just. I've seen this movie numerous, numerous times, over and over and over and over again. I cannot, I can't remember. I there's large gaps where I just don't remember what I do. I couldn't tell you. It just moves so slow. And because the hospital, the setting that it's in, it could be really cool, but because they don't really differentiate between certain areas, you just don't know where Lori is compared to Michael. So there's like the suspense that's supposed to be there. You're like, Oh my God, Michael's there. You just don't know where the hell he could be on floor three for crying out loud. And she could be on the sixth floor, just wandering around. She's sleeping all the time. She's like, it's Lori. Are you? I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to fall asleep. I am. I am tired now. I don't take pills to make me go sleep. I just watch Halloween too. All right. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, it's in I'm your kidding. top five, so it's so it still does. Yeah, it still it's it still Out gives you. It, it gives you a half chub. I. Uh, I, don't, I it's hard. <laughs> this is going to just keep going down and down. <laughs> the sister storyline too. Another thing. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. That's right. what alcohol duty, I guess. John Carpenter drinks a little cup of beer at Deborah Hill. Like, yeah, I guess they're siblings. How about that? Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. What are you going to do? In the number four spot for me, Halloween 2018, the Blumhouse Halloween. You got that four? four. Uh, I really, really, really liked Michael Myers in this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought the music was was spot on. And the thing is, I was going into this movie because I actually saw and met John Carpenter. Yeah. And after meeting him, I thought he, at this stage of his career, he wasn't going to take anything else really seriously because he made it clear that when people give him a check for his previous work or to remake his work, that's what makes him happy. When they don't, then mm-hmm. then he doesn't like it. So I didn't know how much he was invested in it when they said, oh, he's going to be one of the executive producers. He's going to do the soundtrack. The soundtrack is killer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mike, Michael is is scary mm-hmm. again. Uh, and, and Joe, I think this is one of your criticisms from way, way back, not from your diff- video on Different Take. I actually liked the orange hue that the movie was set in, in, in like that fall tone, because you know what? No one's going to take that blue moonlight, uh, like Dean Cundey's cinematography, John Carpenter's direction. Nobody's going to be able to do that again. So Halloween 2018 has its own aesthetic to me that I really like. Okay. Nope. Hey, that's all good. That's all good. That's all good. It's all good. So then we're at the top three. Top three. Even though we are no number one is. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you my number three. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously it's one that you two have already listed. And for me, that is six. Ah. The curse. Very good. The curse. And mm. why is that a top three to me? Why? Because it's the very first one that I saw. When I watch it, I f- remember how much I like it. When I talk about it, I remember, it's like I forget about it. And then when presented with it, I'm like, oh, yeah, like I love that. <laughs> Like, I watched it at way too young of an age. Sure. Yeah, it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> so I got, you know, so it left a special, it's a special place. It has a special place in, in Joe's heart. Do you guys prefer the producer's cut or the theatrical cut? Um, I, I will, to be perfectly honest, they both are good to me. I yeah, I, 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 I can't picture, like... Halloween six is what I fell in love with, like the right. curse of Michael Myers. So uh, that already to me was a good movie. The producer's cut. I remember you bringing it over. It's surprising in this house mm-hmm. when I first moved in, uh, oh, yeah. Joe D'Angelo from G- different take, he brought over a VHS tape. He's like, guys, I got it. Like what they were talking about. And I remember the footage that is in the producer's cut looked like very frosty, very, inserted and yeah. and um I, I think it was shout factory or scream factory has since actually put the cut of the film together mastered it and uh, I, I actually have the blu-ray of it uh, th- that's a good question joe d'angelo there's things that i like better about the curse of michael myers the theatrical cut and there's other things i like better about um the producer's cut i think the producer's cut has a more complete ending and we all know the the production problems with mm-hmm. uh, the final theatrical cut of Halloween Six and why the ending is so abrupt and and strange. Producer's cut kind of caps that off nicely, but I don't really think that if 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 this is Danielle Harris's character uh, in Jamie Lloyd, 
I don't really I don't really think she was done well in the producer's cut. I didn't really like That's that. That's my biggest biggest right. criticism yeah. of that is Daniel Jamie Lloyd's demise. Actually, honestly, honestly, in either one, I don't really like the the way she went out in either either one. I just don't like it. No, but but at least it's it, at least there's a moment between her and Michael in the theatrical cut. Yeah. In 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 the producer's cut, it's just like, oh, okay, so like the man in black's just gonna go in with a silencer and just that's it. It it, it that seems was ridiculous. Like, why why do you survive just to get just to get finished off that way? No. Yeah. So yeah. That, Paul Rudd's Tommy Doyle delivers. He does. He does. Yeah. He delivers the goods. <laughs> so I would have had Daniel Harris as Jamie Lloyd and Jamie Lloyd be the one with at the end to to you know, finish off my, I, I don't know. I, Jamie Lloyd made, why make it this far? Just to kind of go, meh. Okay. See you later. And, and I, and I don't know. I mean, Daniel, Daniel Farrens has done a ton of interviews. I'm sure we could filter through them, but he didn't really say what his intention was for her character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't really say. <laughs> what'd you say? Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Fucking farting over here. He's gassing me out. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I can't help it, guys. It's a long recording session. Been, been up since three in the morning. Best <laughs> <laughs> radio. Sitting Best here trying to. Sorry to the folks at home sitting here trying to power through. We can, like, we can cut. No, nah, we'll keep it going. It's fun. All right. <laughs> Yeah, the producer's cut, the theatrical cut. Pre- yeah, the, cut. yeah. So, so anyway, that was a long, drawn-out uh, explanation for me. But uh, I honestly like both cuts of the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both enjoyable, and that's it. Just holds that special thing. And then, of course, it's like the how brutal the Michael Myers character is in it. You know, I like that too. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. There's, there's some good camera angles in there too, with like when he's walking. I like when they catch that oop, when they catch that low. And then boop, 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 boop. Okay. But hey, that's one man's opinion. No, I I love the walk through that that boiler room, that long hallway. Mm. That's a cool scene. Like that was and the thing is that scene didn't even need to be included. Like if you think of the storyline, there there was no real nah. reason nah. for it, but it's just like I'm so glad that they did it. Him well, walking that. Cuts dialogue. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just a, they cut, well, they cut so much dialogue in the producer's cut that they needed some filler. So they they had that hospital scene with all the doctors, and they added that in there last like last <laughs> second. And all the, well, it made it gory and everything. It made it gory. So when he does, like you were saying, with the, when he does that little hop step, when he's chasing the doctor, which is, by the way, it, it, the, the guy who plays Michael, right? Yes. It, what's his name? Uh, uh, not Dick Warlock. Um, George Wilbur. He's chasing yeah. George Wilbur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he, you see him. Maybe you remember he's like chasing him. He does a little hop step, like a little run, a little jog. I'm like, he's ah, moving. Michael Myers is running. Yeah, that always scares me more That's than scary. anything. Yeah, when he's got to move on. Yeah, and we can go into a different <laughs> franchise as to why that one particular movie is my favorite of that franchise because he fucking runs. <laughs> Not Michael Myers, different guy. Sure, has a name starts with the J. Oh, I think I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, th- Joe, I, I that is a strong, solid number three. Uh, Halloween six is uh, in all of our top fives. It, it's just a, such a good yeah. Halloween film. I don't know if you could make something like that nowadays. Something that was so different 
and had to complete a storyline that wasn't like wh- where we left off with five. Like who could have taken that and and made a yeah a more fitting uh, absolutely next chapter. So yeah. love Halloween six. So that's my three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Ed? Oh, uh, mine number three. Oh, I didn't talk about mine yet. Oh yeah, no, you did. You did eight. Did you... Mine is H two O. Yeah, at number three. Yeah, you're so you're H two O. Yeah. Yep. We've just talked about H two O already. We have. So for me, I'll just kind of right. to move it along so we can get to number two. Halloween twenty years later. Uh, I saw it with my dad, so we kind of had that. Mm-hmm. He he saw Halloween and kind of introduced me to that. He taped Halloween one and two on TV when I was younger. That's how I watched them. I we we went to you know AMC Andorra eight and we saw it together. We had you know dinner, coffee, all that good stuff. Like I just have a lot of fond memories. But when we're talking about the film itself, because you know me, I'm very nostalgic. The film itself, I thought Lori, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis's character was spot on. It was it was perfect. I thought that her having like forcing a final showdown was a great way to end it. And I love the drop from the ceiling. That was like Oh yeah, yeah. You did you did you still love that. I love that drop that from the ceiling. Slow drop from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you like, you like that? I love he it. Loves it. And I thought the ending couldn't be more perfect. I thought that was the perfect ending, so much so that when Halloween, when they were talking about Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? You already squandered the perfect ending in H2O. Like H2O was the perfect ending for for their story, for Laurie and Michael's story. Yeah. So honestly, in Halloween 2018, I ultimately wanted Michael to win going in. Because I mean, the way that that movie's structured, he would. Yeah. Just, you know, magic. Right. But we won't get started on my gripes with 18. So. <laughs> no. But H2O, she she locks everyone out and says, okay, Michael, it's time for you and I to go head to head and finish this. And she does. My only problem with that was that she, as much as I, I loved they show when it came out, and it was the only one that I really, because it was current and it was 90s and started, like I watched for a long time. And it was near and dear to my heart. So much so, like even Resurrection, when we saw it in the theater, and we walked, we all walked out of the theater like that was awesome. That was the best, <laughs> movie, best Halloween movie ever. I was, I was happy. <laughs> I was happy when we left uh, Resurrection. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was we a fun day. Movie, you know, we had fun but with H2, the movie. Yeah, H2O is just over the years is just sort of. I've seen. I can now like just watching and comparing and looking at H six and H one and all that sort of just like sort of comparing, kind of going like. Uh, I don't really because I I watch it, but it's almost like I have to force myself to watch it because it well not the force it it brings back a lot of, a lot of nostalgia it brings back a lot of memories but it's like there's something missing and the Halloween atmosphere is missing for me it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie so I kind of miss out on that and um and it takes too long like you said I love the part where she fights back I do love that my only critique would be that it for me personally it's just me. Um, it takes a lot to get to that point, and I wanted more of that. I wanted just a little – give me like a little bit more of her mm-hmm. getting to that point and like just sort of like fighting back. Just give me a little bit more of that. And it wasn't – to me, it was it was so close to the end when she did that. Hmm. Okay. All right. Number three mm-hmm. for me, H2O. Do we do number three for Joe? Uh, we We did. I think I have it written down. 
Or man, did we talk a lot? About no, we talked a lot about six. six. Wow, Joe D. <laughs> Joe, what's your number three? Woo. Number three, I'm going with Halloween four. That was I it. used to hate, not hate, but I used to lump Halloween four in with Halloween five. And it was one of the ones where I was like, the mask looks ridiculous. And it was actually on the bottom of my list for a long, long time because I just always associate it with just like a, a really goofy movie with a goofy mask and mm. typical 80s slasher stuff like five. And I just watching it the past couple of years, I, I was like, wow, no, this isn't the movie I remember. This movie is way better than I remember it. It's not scary. Yes, it's not. But mm-hmm. it's. I like Rachel. I like the characters in it. I like the relationship with Rachel and um, Jamie. Um, uh, Brady. I, mm-hmm. I, I, or Brady, Brady. Is it Grady or Brady? I can't remember. That's Brady. Brady. It's Brady. Brady. Um, even, he's not your typical, like, you know, dickhead guy. He's like, yeah, he makes a mistake. But he's like, he comes back around and he redeems himself a little bit. Even the other girl, the sheriff's daughter, like, she, it's like, you don't totally dislike her. It's like everyone seems like they made like logical decisions. And the fact that the sheriff, the sheriff took, took Dr. Loomis seriously. He was like, Sheriff, I've seen him. He's coming here. I'm telling you now. He is here. He's going to Huddersfield. And I, yo, you, <laughs> that was a killer impression, Joe. <laughs> I spent four hours a day. <laughs> That's good, man. Put a round of applause. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. You nailed that. it. I like the, it. Uh, the fact that he's like flipping out and like the sheriff doesn't blow him off. Like, like, okay, crazy doctor. He's like, all right, okay, all right. Well, if he's half as dangerous as you're making out to be, we need to set up perimeters. We need to make sure everybody's safe. And it's like, whoa, what's happening here? And it's like, this is getting the intensity level. It's like, wow, the stakes are really high here. Michael's coming back. And they've come back after 10 years since Halloween 3 when they, you know, it's 1989, right? That's when it came out? 89? Oh, no, 88 for Halloween 4. 88? Yeah, so okay, seven, yeah. So about five years, something like that, seven years. I don't even remember because uh, I wasn't live. <laughs> but uh, in 85, <laughs> 83 <laughs> or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, wow. And it was a good way to come back. So I know it has flaws. To me, the biggest flaw with it is the – mask and the shoulder pads obviously yeah but uh i i have grown to enjoy Halloween for a lot all right that's that's that is surprising to me that it would be there but we, yeah. pr- we press on yeah we press on to number two so we're probably back on the same page by default whoa Oh yeah, I guess. I, I, and I've been. <laughs> There's and I'm only the only one left. I'm the only one taking notes, and I keep forgetting what everybody has, and I literally have it written down. <laughs> it's uh, okay, but we got into it a little bit. Joe's got the issue with the 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 um the hospital, like the hospital thing. I get that. Halloween two is my number two, and I'm going to tell you why it's always going to be number two when you talk about. Uh, you know, separating four and five. It's like you know they are like basically like one long movie just really poorly done whereas one and two is the same thing it's one you just cut out the ending credits and you just start two picks up where one leaves off you can watch them back to back and it's just one long fantastic wonderful halloween michael myers movie 
I forgot how much that was important to you. Like it's very, how, you know feature. how much I love that. Yes, <laughs> and I for, but I had forgotten going yeah. into it's. It's been a long Halloween season, so I consider it number two because I still consider it part of number one. Okay, like it's an extension of itself. So you have to watch one and two. Mm-hmm. You could thank Dean Cundy for that. If it weren't for Dean Cundy, that movie would not look the way that it did. Yeah, Dean Cundy's a master. A master. See, I had to put a lot of thought into what my number two selection was, and I will never forget how scared I was of Halloween 2. So when when Dad taped those two, gosh, from the USA Network so I could watch them back in the day, Mm -hmm. and I watched one, and I watched two, and obviously we are all in agreement, John Carpenter's Halloween is number one by leaps and bounds. Yeah. But two scared me. Like, when I went to bed that first night, I saw... Halloween 2, I thought of him at the turnstiles going into the hospital, standing there, and the orange that lit that dirty mask. I thought of him appearing in the background with the needle in his hand, ready to jam it in the um, the nurse's eye. That he was he was creepy, and he was everywhere. It was so suspenseful, Halloween 2, to me, and it was so scary for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I res—I respect y'all's opinions. <laughs> uh I just—it's just not. It doesn't do it for me. It just—it's so slow. And he, not to mention the Dick f- Warlock. First you know, one's really slow. The first one is just is slow, but it's suspenseful and it builds. It goes, especially when you're looking at like the wide range Carpenter uses the, the wide uh, him and Dean Cundy work great together to build. Like you notice the beginning shots in the first act are like wide angle mm-hmm. lens, you know, and all of a sudden the scope gets smaller and, to, and smaller. And by the third act, it's like those shots are uptight. It's like, you're, it's like you're right in there because it's like the boogeyman's coming. Mm-hmm. He's coming. He's coming. He's here. And it's, so it's like, you know, the danger right away. Because of the fact that it's like this kid, which, which by the way, when they originally when people originally saw that movie, they weren't expecting that to happen. And um, then it's like, wow. Then he escapes. It's like, wow. Okay, this is you know the threat. So there's a suspense right. there. Whereas with two, you kind of knew what, you kind of knew what you're getting into, but it was just more the same. But to me, it wasn't doing enough to like the only you take you take the hospital out of Halloween two, and it's like. What what is what what is great? Not great. I shouldn't say that. What really separates it and makes it unique? Do you remember the, any of the characters? I don't. I I couldn't tell you who the hell. I I remember Laurie. I remember Doctor Loomis. Uh, That's all you really is, need to know because it's just picking Jimmy? up from the first one. Is it, is it Jimmy though? Isn't J- who's is it? Yeah, Jimmy? J- Jimmy's. The, what's guy? that? Lance Guest, the actor. Yeah. 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 He's like, he, he, you you want a soda? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a soda. You have a chill drink. She's like, yeah. And like, <laughs> it's like creeper Jimmy, get out of here! God damn it! It's all fucked up. Mm. This is assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, mm. I understand. Yeah, I don't know. But Halloween two scared the living crap out of me. Him walking on the, those closed circuit TVs, uh, walking down the hall, the drowning. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. That was probably the, the most memorable thing. Yeah, that was brutal. That's, that's one of his best kills ever. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, anyway, we'll turn to you, Joe. You got your number two. Yep. Oh yeah. Which is uh, uh 
Halloween 2018. No doubt about it. You There's love it. No doubt about it. The boy loves it. I, I waited. Well, I waited. When that movie came out, I was like, wow, okay, I'm going to just come to a halt here. I'm, I'm going to just chill for a minute. And people say, oh, where, where, where are you going to put it at? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I know it's high. That's all I'm going to say, because it's from a complete movie standpoint, it is way better than the majority. I listen, I love the Halloween franchise. A lot of these movies are not that good. And it's a shame because I feel like the franchise is way better than Friday the 13th. And it's so much, so much more interesting of a character. And all these movies are even the bad ones are so they're interesting, at least. And um, but there's flaws with the other movies. This it was like, oh God, finally. Oh Jesus. Like the, the mask, the score, um, the characters. And yeah, could you make the case that maybe Laurie's character in H Joe was more believable? Yes. But at the same time, and, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I won't I will not sit here and tell you straight to your face, like, nah, that's not believable in H2O. Because mm-hmm. I think it's it just depends on the personality. You just it's a different uh, different take, uh, a different take on the character <laughs> <laughs> of Laurie Strode. So I think it's an interesting uh, exploration of um, how trauma can affect not only the person being Laurie Strode, but how it can affect the people around you. And which is way more deeper and interesting than anything any other movie in this franchise has done. The fact that you can see how it affects not only Laurie Strode, but how it affects her daughter and how she's closed off and acts like everything's okay mm-hmm. with her ray of sunshine, Ray, and how he, cause he's the total opposite. He's like goofy and stuff and make jokes. Like I got peanut butter on my penis and stuff like that. He makes jokes, but I like that character because that is the antithesis to Lori. Right. But what about that, that stupid twist with the cop? Was it Hawkins? Uh, well, yeah, Hawkins, Hawkins. The twist was more with Sartane, but Hawkins, Speaking of Hawkins, you can even see the like the trauma or the effect of what happened to him. Remember, and they couldn't do that scene. I think that's why they wanted to do that scene uh, when uh, after Halloween one. But actually, John Carpenter convinced them not to do it, um, which I think they're going to do it in Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, the after effect, like he, Carpenter screened the movie and said, "Do not show too much of Michael getting arrested. You know, keep the mystery there. Just I wouldn't even try too hard." But Hawkins was the first officer on site, and he could have killed Michael. He had an opportunity to kill Michael, and he didn't. He didn't. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I I take that back. Loomis had an opportunity to kill Michael, apparently, and Hawkins stopped him. Hawkins stopped Loomis. So everybody that comes up in Halloween 2018, everybody he opens up, every bag, every body bag he opens up, Hawkins looks at, you can see in his face, the regret because he actually saved Michael's life. And now these people are dying because of what he did. There's a lot of like, just, just a lot of like pain, regret, like just how basically like butterfly effect, how things can affect people going forward and all, and it's just a deeper, a deeper theme and, and how sort of monsters can create monsters and the Sartain twist. Okay. At first it seems like a, a, out there like whoa twist but i actually the whole movie is a twist if you think about it the whole movie is a twist of 78 so sartain is fine with me because Mm -hmm. sartain is the antithesis to loomis so he is the opposite of samuel loomis so if samuel loomis wants to keep michael locked up 
and wants to keep him, uh, he wants to kill Michael, then Sartine wants to unleash him onto the world. We just didn't notice it when we first saw it, but the more you watch it, you listen to everything Sartine says, he's completely obsessed and enamored with Michael and wants to sort of yeah. study the things that he does and not so much, you know, he's not so much like Loomis where Loomis is like, we gotta lock the evil up. You know, Sartain's like, we want to see where the monster kills people. We want to see the monster. Joe and D I also nailing the impressions. Yeah, going ahead, the impressions. Do, the, do those really stupid podcasters in the beginning of that movie. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> that awful, <laughs> that god awful scene. We investigate the journalists. There we go. Yeah. I actually I think that's the, I, I think I hated that so much that it just left a sour it was just a rough start for me. See, I like the like, nice I think it's a nice little homage to the fact that they had a little British accents to uh give some expose on Michael and what happened and everything. And it's the same thing Carpenter did with Halloween one because he casted he wanted Dr. Loomis to have a English accent, posh English accent. Uh -huh. Because he wanted he wanted the exposition on Michael to sound more, more like it was more important. It added weight to everything. So I thought that was a nice little, you know, little nod to that. That's just me. And I like the fact that Sartain, if you looked at the, the actor who played Sartain, he's from like Turkey or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, it's very close to the uh, country where uh, Mustafa Akkad is from. And they even have the mustache. Jordan? I feel like that's a, I, I, I could be wrong. So. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's a little that's a little nod to Sartain. Uh it's a little nod to Akkad in some way. I could be wrong on that. That's Possibly. just my personal. That is possible. That's that's gonna be one where it's like I've already, I've watched it twice. I mm -hmm. said I'll give you two more watches before I'll but Well we're we are going to two. do this. Yeah. Next year. We are going to recap. I think this should be a Halloween tradition sure. for Red River Horror. Yeah, why not? Halloween, Halloween tradition. Yeah, and and I I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. He's... No, it's fine. We have we have come. We're approaching the end of this episode. Yeah. So should so. we just quickly run through our lists? Yeah. Give them give them a rundown. All right. For me, I'm just gonna go first because I initiated it. All right. Uh, number eleven, Halloween two from Rob Zombie. Number ten, Halloween five. Number nine, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Number eight, Halloween Resurrection. Number seven, Halloween four, The Return of Michael Myers. Number six, Halloween six, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Halloween 666, whatever you want to call it, it's in the sixth spot. Uh, coming in at number five, Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Coming in at number four, Halloween 2018. Number three, H2O, Halloween 20 years later. And number two, Halloween two, the original Halloween two, directed by Rick Rosenthal. Uh, shot by Dean Cundy, of course, and we're all in agreement on number one. The original one. You know what we we're 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 talking about like you know the Halloween movies. We've done stuff with like Halloween Six and uh, talking about all these names involved with the movies. We haven't given Deborah Hill. I know you're right. Anything. We should you be ashamed right. of ourselves. Shout out Deborah Hill. Yeah. Shout out Deborah Hill, absolutely. Yeah. I gotta <laughs> get that shirt that says a Deborah Hill production. I gotta get that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good call, Joe. We, we we can't we can't do this no. and not and we didn't reference her once. And it's like which I was just thinking of I'm like I'm like, what's the other thing with two? I'm like Deborah Hill. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, she if she didn't write the dialogue or help I know it seems like dated dialogue right now, but if she didn't help write the dialogue in Halloween one, I mean, I don't know if it was I don't know how good it would be because mm -hmm. 
I don't think John Carpenter, I don't think John Carpenter knew. He even says, I don't know how to write, you know, teenage girl dialogue. I don't you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. For sure. All right. So it works. All right. Let's give him a rundown. You, what do you want, mine? Yep. What did I do? I did uh, ah. H, Zombies H2. Oh, I got to pull it up, though. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to run through mine. Yeah, that's no, good. Because I was excited and I and I wrote mine down. Yeah. Um, I, all I right. Know. I, had it, I had it open on a web page and I was just like, I'm going to pick and choose from this list as I was my own. Uh, we, no, I used my own thing. It was just the movies in chronological order was what I was looking at. Oh, okay. As I was picking them. So, but hey, it's all good because we'll do it again next year we and will. we might have another one to add on to the list by then because Kills should be yes, out. Will. Kills will be out by then. I think so. And, you know, Joe, you're definitely a very teaser. excited for that. Did you guys see the teaser? I didn't see the teaser yet. I want to do a reaction video on it. Did you know a teaser came out today? Uh, no. Well, well the this second teaser. This is going to air on Monday. Well, it's going to begin airing on Monday, uh, November 2nd, and you sound like an alien again, so this is probably a good time for us to wrap up. Yeah. All right, well, I know I sound like an alien, but November 2nd, schmeckin', whatever. This day, today we're recording this, that teaser came out. I am I am just biting. I'm, oh, I want to watch it, but I have to film a video because apparently I'm a video guy. Yep. But still. <laughs> and I apologize right now if anyone thinks I'm sarcastic or obnoxious. I just get emotional and worked up, and uh, my ADHD takes over. This and uh, that's all. No, it's all good. no one. I'm not. They love. I love Joe and Eddie, and Eddie, and Eddie Joe know who I am. So I'm oh my not. Gosh, Joe, yeah. tell the people where they can find you. Yeah. Uh, at home. No. Uh, <laughs> the different take uh, YouTube channel. Just search different take. I'm on uh, Instagram. <laughs> sometimes Facebook. Uh, different take. Um, Letterbox as well. Cool. Um, oh, you'll have to let me so, know what um, that is. I've heard of different Letterboxd. take. Find it. Right, cool. Subscribe. Tap that bell. Yeah. Tap yeah, thank that you. Yeah, bell. Yeah. Yep. And if you want to follow Red River Horror on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff, just type in. Red River Horror. That's all I got, Joe. Yeah, you can find me, of course, at Red River Joe on the Twitter. Don't forget to send us any suggestions for future episodes. If you have a personal ghost story that you would like to share, remember to email redriverhorror at gmail.com or contact me at Red River Joe. And as always... Are you going to about my ghost story? Oh, oh we'll <laughs> do it. Well, there, that, there that's we Joe go. D'Angelo from Different Take. I'm Eddie Cayazzo. And I am Joe Zakreski, and as always, keep traveling those channels of fear.